Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hair Low Chicago. I am Maggie Hendricks. And I'm Amanda Shuby. And wow, Maggie, can you believe what happened on last night's Game of Thrones finale? Uh, yeah, because I totally watched Game... No, I don't watch Game of Thrones, and you don't either. No, I think... But... Yeah, we're like the only two people in America that don't. Yeah, you know, I like to be special. Yes, I haven't been that shocked about a finale since the that that time that other thing happened on that very popular show I, I don't watch. Uh, I mean, that was that blew my mind away that like, time. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's some good drama. What yeah. else would be good drama? Uh, the Chicago Bears. Bears having, having a good old quarterback controversy. Bears drama. I know it's it's pretty fun and exciting that the Bears are actually going to have some like it's like actually a quarterback controversy and actually and not like a fake one. Like when was our last good real quarterback controversy? Like Kyle Orton and uh, Rex Grossman. Yeah, but then I believe one of those years Rex hurt himself in the preseason. Hurt his knee. Oh, yeah. So that kind of, like, put the kibosh on that. And then, yeah, but neither one of them. I mean, it's kind of the same way now where I feel like Glennon or Trubisky wouldn't call each other out because they're very nice men, it seems like. Um, Oh, nice men. I know, whereas Rexy and Kyle probably wouldn't have either. But, um, yeah, it's pretty good. I uh, didn't watch yesterday's game as a stand because that was supposed to be the game Jay Cutler called for Fox Sports. Right. And then he went back to the football, so we didn't get him in the booth. So it was like a protest that, and I just had other things to do. But um, tell me about the footballing. Well, I will tell you about the footballing, which I watched while also watching Downton Abbey. Um, downtown Abbey. Downtown Abbey. She's a downtown um, girl. She, Abbey. Abbey. <laughs> mm-hmm. So while watching Downton Abbey, I noticed that Mike Glennon actually had a really good game. Um, compared to what he's done before, and not just in his statistics, but also just... How he looked, he looked a lot more confident out there. He looks, he looked tall, as we all know. He's very <laughs> tall, Mike Glennon. But, you know, he, the starting drive, he had a, a, a great drive to the end zone. And um, I, he just looked fantastic for Mike Glennon, you know. See, that's, that's the funny thing. Like, every story I read today was like, he was good enough. Like, it's never quite... Like, he's not quite over the hump? Oh, no. There was no reason to be, like, effusive no. in your praise about him. But it's just sad. It's like, oh, honey, you tried and did such a good job. <laughs> like, Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I mean, I honestly feel like right now, like, he's being the best Mike Glennon he could be. <laughs> but that's true. Like, that's, he's not going to be... He's 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 not going to like be Tom Tom Brady one week, you know. No. So, but if we're seeing him be a lot better than he was the first two weeks. Yes. That's really great, and it right. being the third preseason game because the third preseason game, as everyone knows, is the most important because that's one when the starters get the most time. Right. Um. But yeah. I mean, is. The best Mike Glennon can be better than, like, the rookie Mitch Trubisky is slash can be? I don't think so, no. Mm -hmm. I think if the Bears were just doing this on pure talent and ability to win this year right now, it would be no question Mitch Trubisky. However, 
if what they're trying to do is develop a quarterback for the long term and also make sure the offensive line is someone who can protect said quarterback and really truly develop an offense long term and make sure that everybody is ready to go for a lot like not just this season but saying hey let's build a, a, a new franchise which is what needs to happen then they need to go with Glennon but if they're saying we want to win right now we're, we want to try to win right now then yes you would go with Trubisky but I don't see that being the best long-term solution. Right. And now today it was revealed that Cam Meredith, the top wide receiver, is out for the season with a torn ACL. So that's one less target, you know, a somewhat veteran-ish target, like what, second or third year? Yeah. Say, yeah. Um, and... That Trubisky would have. So again, like it seems it seems like it, it will be Glennon, at least for the first couple of games, unless... Right. He falls down and hurts himself because he's very tall. It's like a long way to go if you fall yeah. down. Oh yeah, it's like it's like when a tree falls. Boo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, um, the thing that sucks about Meredith is he is one of the very few receivers on the roster um, who roster. Why did I say roster? I'm not from Boston. Um, he's one of the very few wide receivers on the roster who has real game experience like it's a very thin wide receiving mm-hmm. core um you know with Alshon Jeffries Alshon Jeffrey gone and uh, all of these players there the Bears have cycled through so many wide receivers over the years that Cam Meredith even though he was a baby or is a baby is still one of the more experienced guys yeah so that it's, it's really a bummer right because you have Kevin White who hasn't even he's like played in a NFL game right this will be his third season um you have some running backs yeah one of the comments we got uh, at the score the other day was um is Kevin White still on a milk carton and it's like yeah yes he is (laughs) we're not sure if he can play we think maybe but yeah you kind of need to string together more than one start probably to make yourself you know yeah, we'll see. I mean, again, it's hard to want to stay the course and take a long-term view of things. So, you know, maybe Glennon starts a couple of games. He's not great. They hurry up and throw Trubisky in there, and then he gets sacked into oblivion, and there goes his confidence for a while. Right, but, right, because that's it. It can't just be – it's not just worrying about Trubisky physically. It's that he's 22 years old. He's played at North Carolina. It's not like he's played in games like anything like the NFL. Mm-mm. He, you know, I mean, he's just he's just a wee babe. So well, like, he, even after that one preseason game where he was good, he wasn't like, oh my god, the best thing since sliced bread. Um, there were just columns and like praise heaped upon him. And conversely, if he does terribly, it will be all of that, but like in a negative way, and that's gonna wear on you. So. You have to be a thousand million percent sure, like, he is ready and ready, super ready, because if not, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's got to not just be physically. It's also got to be that he is ready for the pressure of being the quarterback in the the NFL and the quarterback in a city that is starving for a good quarterback. And just food in general. We're very hungry. We're hungry people. Yeah, I'm really, really excited about the tacos I'm going to have in a little bit. Tacos. Mm. And on a very, uh, I think, more 
a better barometer than looking at like passing yards or how to read defense or whatnot. The podium style of both quarterbacks yesterday, I think if we want to break those down, they both had on a bluish suit. I would say Glennon's was more navy. Mitch's was... That's a good blue color. Um, Royal peacock slate. He was royal, but with amped up, like okay. a neon royal almost. Okay. It, it was kind. Of, it was a lot brighter. Like um, Glennon didn't have a tie on. Mitch did and was buttoned up. They both had on brown shoes. Glennon's looked kind of scuffy. Glennon had uh, or Glennon's looked scuffy. Mitch had. Uh, they had like a buckle over them, which I wasn't wild about. You know, I will forgive the scuffy when you have a little kid who probably drags your shoes around your house. Right. And do, uh, do they have a dog? Do the Glennons have a dog? I don't know. I but don't they know. definitely looked like, I, I think he might have forgotten his dress shoes and these ah. were just shoes. They weren't the shine. They were just kind of the dull leather. I mean, not bad. Again, preseason game. So yeah. whatever. Um, also, it appears Mitch is trying to grow a mustache or goatee of some sort. Yeah, it's, I don't. I, it's not good. I'm not. I'm not a fan of that. I'm not the fan of like the young dude just growing a, go- a goatee so that he looks older. Yeah. Like, I, I. Yeah. I'm not. I'm definitely not a fan of that. So unless he wants to do a neck beard situation, which would be fine. But again, that's a long process. You yes. can't rush that along. No. Maybe, maybe, <clears throat> just running out the bears. Mitch Trubisky can be the Bears' starting quarterback once his whole neck beard fully comes in Ooh, amanda you are onto an idea i'm just saying because before it just looks haphazard and mishmashed mishmashed you, got, you gotta let these things grow and you know marinate and we're, we're hungry again and <laughs> here we are back to food <laughs> um yeah so also mike glennon is on the cover of a parenting magazine yep chicago parent magazine that's and, the thing. And it says he's a hands-on dad. And Amanda, tell me tell me why that cover is so great. <laughs> it's funny because so the kid is on his shoulders, which again, dangerous because Mike Glennon, very he's tall. So tall. So tall. But his, that kid's uh, like seven feet up and we're not I even know. exaggerating. Don't look down. <laughs> uh the kid's hands are on his dad. And then Mike Glennon's hands are on his son. So Get it? Hands, hands on. on. Oh, yeah, he's, it's pretty great. He's not a hands-off parent. Nope. That would be hard. On. Hands on. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, really, let's not put the kid on your kid on Mike Glennon's shoulders. <laughs> and, I mean, hopefully he wasn't, like, Glennon wasn't standing on a box to make it the background look taller or bigger, too, because then you're, you know, what, eight and a half feet up yeah, in the air? Yeah, now you're just basically a skyscraper. <sighs> oh, goodness. I'm so worried now about this. <laughs> Kid is named Brady, but not after Tom Brady, he said. Because why would you name your child after a better quarterback than you? Well, and I wouldn't name my child after somebody who's friends with Floyd Mayweather and Donald Trump. Sorry. No, no, not at all. But again, you you wouldn't name your kid who has better sparkle than you. I don't know. That doesn't exist. Right. But if there was someone, you wouldn't name it that right. because that would just be like saying I'm second best. Right. Because, yeah, I'm just that, that just doesn't exist. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are your hopes, dreams, wishes for the Bears this season? Well, so, I mean, number one, I want them to, to shock the world and win the Super Bowl because that would be fun. <laughs> okay. No, but so your realistic hopes. I want chaos all year long. I want I want games where Glennon is 
awful and then everybody talks about Trubisky, Trubisky, Trubisky and then Glennon comes in the next week and like throws 15 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I want like just for things to just be dramatic and chaotic. I want players taking sides and speaking about it publicly. I want just straight up insanity because they're not going to win and going 3-13 and 13 and just being boring would really suck because that's it's just no we've done this for the past few years it's no fun to cover that Mm-mm. but going like say three and 13 getting the really high draft pick and being a chaotic fun to cover <laughs> mess all year dream come true so you want like the jets basically i do i want mm-hmm. the jets i do mm-hmm. not the sharks the jets right all right what about you what do you want um, I want them to get a better Twitter account. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't send me into rage blackouts every day. Man, I love sending you tweets, though. <laughs> I, mean, I know they're going to send you into rage blackouts. There was something last week. It was a meme that had started earlier in the week where it's IMA and then it's three yes. choices. Looking for a three choices. And they did it, you know, we... I am a bear looking for a falcon. Yeah. It didn't make sense. And then you remembered that's who they play in their season opener. And it was still stupid. And again, the best part of it is if you open it, the comments are like, you are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also on Saturday, uh, I, I, te- I sent you a tweet early in the morning that they had deleted by the time you checked it. And the, d- the tweet was a quote from Prince of Mukamura saying, I want to get my hands on as many balls as possible. And then they deleted that. Squad goals. Like, yeah, I don't know. know. But yeah, did you not say this out loud first? Here's what I think happened. I think that, like, the social media people were like, yeah, let's do this. It'll get retweeted. It'll be hilarious. (laughs) Whereas the, uh, somebody above them saw the tweet and were like. Virginia. It was Virginia. Virginia got pissed. Uh-uh, we don't do that. Yeah, though she's probably in a really good mood because there's a new, as I told you, there's a new brand of where there's originals out. Yes, with chocolate in the middle? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I You know what, I think I'm going to investigate, don't worry. Yeah, that's good. Um, I would also like them to redo the schedule because I really would like them to play the Dolphins and Jay Cutler, but I, unfortunately, no. I just want to see some scowling from Jay at John Fox. Yeah, or just, you know, accidentally run out of bounds. Oopsies, I clotheslined you. My bad. Sorry. These arms, they just flail around so much. So, yeah, so the fourth preseason game is this Thursday, which is going to be lame. So I'm going to catch up on Game of Thrones. I have book club on Thursday night, so I will also miss it. Perfect. Uh, And I'm hosting book club, so I have a lot of baking to do. But, uh, yeah, I definitely am not going to do it to watch it. Um, because it's it's the fourth preseason game is generally like poking your eyes out. So does this mean that Mark Sanchez actually gets to play? <laughs> because... I would assume so. Yeah. Uh, I would assume we'd see a whole lot of the Sanchez. I think uh, we... It, I mean, that's the game that's all about the guys at the bottom of the roster competing yeah. to make it. So like individually, if you know their stories, it's compelling. However... As we have pointed out, a problem with the Bears this year is that they're so media scared that we haven't been able to get those stories about the guys down the roster. So now I really don't care about Thursday night. So 
on the Tribune, we have a Bears podcast with two of our reporters, and they told this story about how Peyton Manning came to practice last week mm-hmm. because he, John Fox used to coach him and whatever. Um, he was talking to Trubisky, talking to some of the younger guys. And the beat guys started taking photos of this, and the Bears were like, no, you can't put that up, um, you know, it, because it was technically on the field or during the non-photo part, so no. No, no photos of that, please. And then, like, five minutes later, their official Bears account tweeted it, which, that's great and all, but, like, here's a nice, happy, feel-good story. You know, Peyton Manning singing a jingle, talking to Mitch Trubisky. Like, it's a nice thing. Nope. Can't do it. it. But then they go and take it for their own website and their own Twitter. Yes. Which is just, in, like, they are trying to have it both ways with, with their media. Like, that they are saying, like, oh, no, we have... Un- we're actually media who cover the team. Because, like, remember a few years ago when Mary and Barbara refused to speak to media? Then who he ended up speaking up speaking to was Chicago Bears official website and mm-hmm. Zach Zaidman, who works for the Bears, to cover them on the sidelines. So they yeah. try to position themselves as media, but then don't also make sure that they're accountable to the same as the same rules as media. It's right. just bullshit. And then also tweet quotes about trying to get your hands on as many as balls many balls as, as possible. possible exactly that's sorry mom. yeah did you just say sorry to your mom yes it is sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry nora sorry nora whatever nice, nora is laughing balls. about this <laughs> nora is laughing at the, about the balls uh, balls uh so cubs looks like speaking of balls but no that'd be gross cubs uh, well they they play with baseballs it's true it's true where's what what kind of balls are you talking about um, basketballs. That's oh, late. okay. Yeah. That is later. So, uh, Joe Madden's hair, <laughs> it is a weird color. Yeah. But the worst part about it is that, uh, there's been a whole lot of people that were st- are stealing Harlow's business. I mean, I appreciate that you guys are now more aware of hair and how it relates to sports and maybe some of the quirks about it or superstitions. That's great. But um, you're trying to steal our shtick? This is our world. This is our uh, world. So maybe ask for permission first. Yeah. We're not saying you can't do it, but just give, you know, credit where credit's due. Harlow Chicago. Show some respect. Exactly. We've been at this game longer than you have. I mean, probably not. We've only been doing this for like a year and a half. But. No, I think so. we've been doing I think we're going into our third year. What? Yes. <laughs> we're going into our third beer season. Oh, my gosh. I know. I don't understand where the time goes, seriously. I, I don't understand why anybody listens to us, but hey, thank well, you. There's that too, yeah. Um, oh, wow. Okay, so, right, so Joe Madden is dyeing his hair. And he's dyeing his white hair gray, which is what I don't understand. Like, usually if you dye your hair, you're going to be dyeing it to another, like, young, well, I guess. Color. I guess the, the origin story from... Paul Sullivan and the Tribune kind of uncovered it. Again, people were talking about it, but not really. And he wears a hat a lot, so you don't get a lot of looks at it. But when they went on their West Coast trip a couple weeks ago, or was it three years ago? I don't know. I a hundred no, years ago, actually. No sense of time. They weren't playing super great, so he kind of had, you know, bandied about the idea in his head about dyeing his hair, so he started doing it on the down low, a slow process. And I guess the thing is, he's just, just going to kind of keep doing it, and the end result is supposed to be he calls his blue steel look, which is not blue, but that jet black hair. 
so it's kind of like a slow burn. Uh, okay. But yeah, I don't know why it's gray now. Maybe, yeah. But I don't think you want it to go from white to black quite so fast. So it's like as long as the team keeps winning and doing well, he will keep dyeing his hair. But they, they're not. I know. <laughs> they lost on Thursday, Friday, and yet on Sunday. So yeah, he looked like some. He has a full head of hair, so and like a full head of white hair to me, I think always looks nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. So I, stop it, Joe Madden. Well, he might. I mean, like you said, if they don't, they're not really playing super great. Javi Baez was getting haircuts today before we started taping. I don't know what his numbers have been like lately. Maybe he needed to change it up or something. True. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Because cause with the Puerto Rican team, with the Puerto Rican baseball team, he was, you know, had the whole... Like blonde. Uh, blonde thing going on. I want, yeah. I, I'm gesturing around my head. So I can tell. clearly... Yeah, the blonde mohawk, and then you're right. spiking it up with right. your hair. Yeah. So, I mean, that's nice that Joe and Javi, you know, are doing things for their hair to help the team. That is what sports is all about. It is true. It is sure. everything that sports is about. Mm-hmm. Also, what sports is about, Taco Bell. Always. Um, this is probably the fourth or fifth straight podcast we've talked about Taco Bell now. But it's been important. I know. So, as previously recorded, you know, reported on Harlow, the Taco Bell by Wrigley is closing. We were very concerned where Anthony was going to go get his Taco Bell, Anthony Rizzo, because he likes to do it at least once a month, which I think is crap. I'm sure it's like once a week and or once a day, but you know, whatevs. But I was downtown for my job and I, I don't know if I just never pay attention or maybe I'm always half asleep in the morning when I get my coffee at the Dunkin' Donuts on Ohio and St. Clair. Yes. But I rounded the corner, and what did my eye see? A Taco Bell cantina. Ooh. And why is a cantina a special Taco Bell, Amanda? Oh, they have booze. That is a very special Taco Bell indeed. Um, It's supposed to open the end of August slash beginning of September, which is now. So it's got to be pretty soon. Um, and I feel like with the with the addition of booze, it also means that you were open later. Because a lot of restaurants on the Loop... Um, aren't open that late for dinner just because they obviously cater to a uh, what's those people called workers the after work crowd yeah and then they go back to the burbs or whatnot but in theory this Taco Bell cantina should be open late so yeah I would think so after a game right right not that we're saying you should go wait for Anthony after a game to get Taco Bell but you know but if you were to this would be the location at Ohio and St. Clair. And if you were to, you should, you know, let us know. Yeah, yeah. Tell us your results. Yeah, like say, for instance, I was out in the Burbs on Friday and I happened to drive by a Taco Bell. I can't not stop and get two Taco Supremes with no tomatoes. No. That would be weird. That sounds good. Oh, wait, I'm having tacos for dinner. (laughs) Yay. Uh, Yeah, so... And if you see Anthony there and you think, hey, that looks like Anthony Rizzo, but he's wearing a jersey with Tony on the back, same guy. Still Anthony. It's yeah, still Anthony. Same yeah, same guy. Yeah, what did, what did you think of the uh, the jerseys, the player weekend jerseys? I mean, they didn't bother me. I, I know some people were quite bothered by them because they don't like to have fun. Um, I actually liked the blue hue of I, the cup. I did too. I very yeah. much like that. I liked it a lot. And I liked... Um, there's a lot of Cuban um, players on the White Sox. And they had super fun names. That was cool. And uh, Southpaw had 
was a green fuzzy dude. Yeah, yeah. On the back of his, which I thought was nice. I don't know, it was fun. Again, you should have fun at sports. It's not a big to-do. And the funniest part is when the names, their, quote, nicknames on the back were just our last names because either they didn't think they'd be on the roster at the time, so they just thought, we'll write this in now and, you know, we'll think of something later. Or, like John Lester, they just uh, don't like to have fun and just went with their last name. The one who disappointed me the most was Tommy Lastella because <laughs> his nickname, his name, last name means the stars. So, like, uh, why would you not put the star or the stars on the back? Right. Again, I really think they thought he'll be in AAA. Yeah, so. I, yeah, so we'll just put Lastella here for now. And, oh, crap, here he is. Oh, didn't you guys fix it? No, I thought you were going to do it. And here we are. True, true. There were some funny ones. I saw someone was Chicken Fingers. Someone on the Yankees was Pickles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the very best one goes to one of our favorite former Cubs, All Starlin. Oh. I know. Isn't that great? That's good. See, he know, knew how to – Starlin knows how to, you know, zhuzh yes. it up a little bit. Right. And, again, you know, I assume these jerseys or jerseys are for sale somewhere. Who's oh, going to buy one that says Lester? And the fun blue color. You want one that says All Starlin. Yeah, I would want the All Starlin one. You know. Y- Yankees, feel free to send it to us for us to um, examine. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, also, last last week, I think, again, no sense of time, uh, Chris Bryant got hurt-ish, but he's fine now. Calm down. It's all right. Um, he's got his hand boo-booed. So Anthony actually played third base for an inning, and I really enjoyed Chris Bryant's reaction to it. Lots of giggles. Basically, he was like, oh, God, he's going to update his Twitter bio now, isn't he? He's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just like, Anthony, were you not hugged enough as a child? Why are you so you? He he does like the hugs. So maybe he was hugged too much as a child. Maybe. He just feel. I mean, and he is a special child. But, you know, he really just takes these things and runs with it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, who might take some money and run with it? Oh. oh, that was a segue. That was good. Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Yeah. So Dwayne Wade, uh, the guy I think I've interviewed more than in one year than any human being I've ever interviewed ever. Even like fighters. I've even, I think I've interviewed him even more than fighters. But anyway. Um, I still haven't gotten any free socks, have you? I, and I've gotten 0% free socks. Yes, this is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, so he was with the Bulls for a year, and by terms of the stupid contract the Bulls signed him to, <laughs> he he gets the, he has a player's option, and if he wants to stay in Chicago, he can, and he can collect $23.7 million. Uh, but it also means that he will be stuck in Chicago for a year of rebuilding, which isn't as fun. Um, so he could come to a settlement with the Bulls and they can say, we'll buy you out for like five bucks and some Jolly Ranchers. We'll buy you out for 15 Pretty million. sure they're going to give him a little bit more than that. Uh, yes. Yeah. So my question to you, Amanda, is if you were in Dwayne Wade's situation, you already had buckets of money mm-hmm. and you wanted to play somewhere else in Chicago, but uh, they owed you $23.7 million. What would you want from the Bulls in order to go to go away? Well, so I just want to get in the right frame of mind. So I'm going to put my romper on 
because okay. that's what Dwayne Wade has been wearing around Greece all weekend. Good idea. Put my fanny pack on. Yeah. Okay. So I'm Dwayne Wade. I'm rich. I'm married to Gabrielle Union, who's awesome, who's also rich. Yes. We have homes in Miami, homes in L.A., home in Chicago. I have rings, so I'm not necessarily going to ring Chase. I mean, you would never say no to another ring, but it's not like, you know, he needs that last one before he retires. So I I think I would just wait and go play with LeBron and the Cavs because he's my friend. Derek Rose is there. They're probably friends. So as long as I get, I get a, you know, a fair amount of money so that it's not laughable, um, and maybe I stick it to the Bulls a little bit because I don't like Fred Hoiberg. I'm just I, – I, Dwayne Wade. I, Amanda, because she'd be love Fred Hoiberg. Lies. So, lies. Yeah. Those are lies. Um, so, yeah, I would just say a little bit of money in my pocket and, like, a I could pick my next locale. So what's a little bit of money? Like $10 million? Yeah, I mean, I guess you don't want to walk away with – you don't want to leave, like, half your money on the table. Right. So if, if you're owed 23.8, around 10, you know, after taxes. It's like when you win the lotto, they don't give you the whole right. lotto amount. They take some out. But, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, we were talking about this at work because, obviously, we'll, we'll win the lotto eventually someday. Yes. Like, at what point does it all kind of, like, all the money blur-ish together? Is it the $100 million threshold where – if you have a hundred million, you have two hundred million. It's all the sameish. Yeah. Like, at what point is it just? I am insanely wealthy, and it, I don't even know how much I have anymore. Because I feel like Dwayne Wade is there. I mean, he has his own shoe line, he has a clothing line, he has a very expensive sock line. Like, he's not, you know. Right. I oh yeah. Know. I mean, and that's the thing. Playing playing basketball is not his only source of income. And right probably where he makes the least amount and his wife makes a whole lot of money too as an Mm -hmm. actress so like like honestly i don't even know if it's about the actual dollar amount as much as it is making sure that he's that he's being treated with respect by the bulls right um so and his kids are like high school age and they're going to school here well no i think they transferred back to florida oh they did okay because they were at Mount Carmel so right. yeah so I guess again then do you you know do you want to be around your kids so you go play for the heat because they're in Miami or you know like where I think like that's that definitely factors into it too right and is any team and is, is it that a situation where every single team in the NBA is gonna be like yeah come on Dwayne Wade because no. I don't think that's true I mean I don't I don't he, there's no room for him I'm like on a lot of the west coast teams that are so good and so stacked. Yeah, I mean, um, honestly, there's probably not even room for him on the Cavs, but, you know. I, I feel they, like I they would work. Yeah, they're trying to make, uh, especially if the Kyrie Irving yes. insanity doesn't go through. So but they're trying to make LeBron happy. So to make LeBron happy, I think they would bring in one of his good buddies. Right. Uh, but I would think if I were in his situation, I would say I would want around – 15 16 million i'd want like three quarter like a little bit less than three quarters of what they owed me i'm bad mm-hmm. at math you know <laughs> um i won't I, do it for anything less than three sandwiches yes Wait, what i'll get my accountant hold I on don't know. <laughs> i would want uh, a lifetime parking pass to the united center for when he comes back to chicago like they gave to obama nice um i that's really valid though I don't really think anybody's going to tell the former president that he can't park there. 
I know, but what if you don't know he's coming and you've already given out the a lot of the spots? You just move someone's car? Yep. Okay. Uh, I would also want, I would say, I would put it in the contract that Benny the Bull has to stop doing the popcorn trick. Because <laughs> I don't like the popcorn gag. It's old and tired. And I would require that for whatever team I play for, when I come back to Chicago, the Jesse White Tumblers have to perform on that night. And yes, because you do enjoy them. I do. What about um, should he make the Bulls retire his number? <laughs> yes. One year that he was here. <laughs> he needs to have a statue too. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and when he wants Pequod's pizza, somebody's going to get him some damn Pequod's pizza. Well, I've, I'm sure he has someone to do that now because I could totally see, I think we've talked about this before, with all your many houses, you know, it's a struggle. What if you leave your favorite watch in Florida, but you're in L.A.? Don't you just send an assistant or someone to go get it for you? Have I have I never told you about the story with him and his stylist that that basically happened? No. So uh, when I, I've met and interviewed his stylist on a couple of occasions, Kaylee Ann Burnett, Barnett, um, she's fantastic and way too way 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 cooler than anybody i know um Uh, hello yes even you Uh, um and she was uh uh, hiring an assistant assistant stylist and um she had an intern who she told the intern how important it was just to show initiative and so there were clothes that she had in chicago that Dwayne needed in la the next day and so she told the stylist, you need to get the clothes there. The stylist didn't overnight the clothes there. The stylist got on a plane. <laughs> the stylist overnighted and, herself. <laughs> and flew out there, went to his house, handed him the clothes directly to make sure it got there. Yeah. Because, and so that, so now that's her assistant stylist. So, so that's somebody awesome. has actually done that. Yeah. Well, that happened on uh, the very true to life movie, The Devil Wears Prada. No. Yes. Oh, also, no, what I was thinking of, On the Hills. <laughs> oh, that did happen on the hills. <laughs> Not KCAV, but um, someone else. Lauren Conrad. Yeah, and she got all excited. She thought she was going to fashion show, and then they were like, okay, thank you. You can go back to L.A. now. Yes, that's right. Um, God, I, See, again, I love why is this in my head? Why? I don't know, but I can tell you about all the different, different feuds that uh, Lauren Conrad had with Spencer and Heidi, so. Of them. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, we really so, should watch that one day and then just do a podcast on what we're watching. Yeah, okay. Well, I've been watching Downton Abbey. Downtown Abbey. It's that about Abbey really who lives downtown. <laughs> yes, that's that's what I've been watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we didn't do a podcast last week because scheduling kind of got in the way, so we never got to talk about the eclipse. Amanda, what would you do for the eclipse? Um. Well, I don't want to make you jealous. I worked. Oh, all right. <laughs> Basically, everyone else in the news went, went outside, and I just kept working. And at one point, I looked around, and I was like, I am literally the only person in the newsroom. I should go do a cartwheel, but I don't know how to do a cartwheel, so I can't. What about a somersault? But, do you know how to do a somersault? Kind of. Um, every time I try, it, you know, it's kind of like I look like a drunken toddler. Like, I get halfway, and then I just – I always go diagonal. I can't go mm. in a straight line. I, yeah. I just have no um, gymnastic abilities. So, okay. yeah, I stayed in the office. But the only good part about that was I got to watch Tom Skilling on WGN, who was way overcome with emotion and was crying, and it was adorable, and I love Tom Skilling. I love Tom Skilling. I know. Um, 
I basically asked you this question so I could brag about my Eclipse experience. Fucked. <laughs> uh, I was in St. Louis last weekend for uh, one of my good friends. Uh, her husband threw her a surprise birthday party, so we went down to surprise her. But since we were in St. Louis anyway, we went to the center line of the Eclipse. And uh, much like Tom Skilling, I was completely overcome with emotion because it was probably the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Like, really? It was, it, I, there is not a picture in the world that can do it justice since since we were like in the very center of it Uh like it was it was like the you know perfect eclipse or whatever it was it was just insanely gorgeous and um and it was just an overall really cool experience because the city of saint genevieve um had like a whole celebration at their community center and like you could uh reserve spots with like where you could set up your camp your camping chairs and stuff to watch it um and it was free like we had to pay for parking parking was twenty dollars and we heard people grumble about it we had to laugh (laughs) you're like like, oh like this is basically free yeah um and there were people selling water bottles for a dollar and eclipse sunglasses for like three dollars and things like like they were just being so nice they should have been price gouging way more and just mm-hmm. i mean just the whole experience was adorable and nice and and i too cried me and tom Skelling both so that's good yes yeah i i didn't not not get it i just wasn't it wasn't my jam and everyone said it was cool but i just i'm a dork because i just kept working well you're you're a specific kind of dork because there's also the kind of dork who will very much give it you know a little bit right. of time i mean if i'm not there to tweet things about hawk harrelson and the eclipse who will who who indeed amanda right who so public indeed. service right here and that was also when <laughs> i'd like to revise my answer i was making up uh song lyrics for mike lennon based on total eclipse of the heart that's true you were <laughs> That's uh, not long before the complete eclipse happened. Uh, Amanda and I were workshopping some song lyrics. So we have very full life people. I know. People think the journalism life is glamorous and they're correct. It is. It really really is. is. Yeah. And I'm definitely not sitting here in a seven-year-old t-shirt and pajama pants. Nope. Nope. I'm, I'm also not in pajama pants. Nope. Nope, that that would be unprofessional, no. and we wouldn't do that to you. Never. So, uh, speaking of unprofessional, let's uh, end this. Yes, before we go off the rails as we usually do. Uh, you can follow us at Hairlow Chicago on Twitter. You can email us at HairlowChicago at gmail.com. You can tweet us. Uh, yes, tweet us your Game of Thrones spoilers. We won't know what they mean. Yeah, we'll have no idea. Like, wow, no, Ooh. no, he didn't. Is that a boy's name? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So, sounds good. All right, thanks, everybody. See ya.